Hello and welcome to the ADHD Guru Podcast. My name is Jonathan Carroll. I am an ADHD and executive functioning coach. For more information on me, you can visit my new and improved website at ADHDguru.com. Very excited. I launched that a few weeks ago. Uh, If you haven't had a chance to check that out, I would. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at ADHDguru. You can find me on uh, Facebook at ADHD and executive functioning coach. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343 or send me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at ADHDEFcoach.com. Um, if you're listening to this to the iTunes uh, or Google Play Store, so on uh, Stitcher Radio or uh, TuneIn Radio, thank you. If you would like to leave me some feedback, it's appreciated. Uh, that helps me grow and develop this podcast. So if you have an opportunity to do that, I'd appreciate it. Um, I have sent out some uh, requests for podcast topics and have received some from you. So um, I'm actually going to discuss one of those. Uh, I received this in the Twitter world from a Jessica Simmons. Uh, her question is how a non-ADHD spouse can better handle the roller coaster. <laughs> well, uh, as an ADHD spouse, Married to a non-ADHD spouse, I can tell you that there certainly is a lot of validity to uh, the I to really it being sort of a, a quote unquote roller coaster. Um, for those of you watching this on uh, YouTube, you saw me with the quote air quotation marks. For those of you that didn't, uh, you can kind of visualize that. So let's talk about that a little bit. And and, and Jessica really raises a, a, a very important question. And one that I receive in my practice all the time. Um, there's no real simple formula to any marriage. I think whether you're married to someone with ADHD, uh, without ADHD, uh, there's not really a simple formula per se, but there certainly are some things that you can do to sort of help um, improve the quality of a marriage to improve the quality of the things that go on. Um, Let me kind of talk about that a little bit. I think the first thing is with any marriage uh, or, well, let's keep this in the ADHD realm because Jessica asked that question specifically. But the first and most important thing you can do is openly and effectively communicate with your partner. Uh, I think that telling a partner what you're good at and what you're not good at and the areas that are challenges for you um, and, and asking your partner to be an equal partner in this process is, is a great place to start. Um, with my wife in my marriage, I'm very open about some of the challenges that I have, some of the areas that I struggle in, uh, some of the things that, that help me more effectively navigate uh, our marriage. I think she appreciates that honesty um, I can't say she always agrees with it. I think that it's, it's, there's always a point in any marriage or in any relationship where you have to be careful of not using things as too much of an excuse, but using things effectively to try to help uh, better a marriage or better a situation. I do not use my ADHD as an excuse, but I do know that there are certain things that I do that are based on having ADHD. So really having an understanding partner in all this is exceptionally helpful. Um, And sort of tying that together is I think that it's important that 
Um, the non ADHD partner is brutally honest with the ADHD partner. Um, sometimes we don't do well with ambiguity. We do well with directness. So I think having someone who's direct and forward with us is very helpful. You didn't do this. You did do this. And that op that really kind of keeping it consistent is, is exceptionally helpful. So I usually ask, um, my wife to be direct. Um, that's not a problem for her. Fortunately. Um, I think that directness really helps me kind of grow and, uh, really kind of develop more as her partner. So I think it's important that we have sort of that consistency of um, what she's looking for, what I'm doing well, where my challenge is like, because again, you want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Um, Along those lines too, I think then as a couple, I think having some, you know, having some, um, appropriate boundaries are important too. Um, and what I mean by that is um, sometimes us people with ADHD need a lot of feedback, a lot of this, a lot of that. And it's not fair to our partners because we put a lot of strain on them. So I think it's having that sort of like, um, these are the expectations that we have. The boundaries are set. I mean, boundaries, I don't mean like, you know, I'm obviously we're married. Um, we might say my wife and I have kids. So there's boundaries sometimes don't exist as much. I think it's okay sometimes to have sort of that, like, okay, this is something I'm going to understand that you do because this is how you're wired. And these are things that you do that I just really can't accept from you, or I think that you're not being fair to the process. So I always like to say that you have to have sort of like, you know, effective boundaries of what's fair and what's not certain roles. What's what, what, what's my responsibilities? uh, What's her responsibilities? Like, you know, I, I handle certain things. She handles certain things, um, making sure that we handle certain things together. Um, you don't want someone to feel like the responsibility falls on one more than the other. Um, sometimes it happens that way and it's a challenge, but you try to even things out and make sure that everyone's a part of the process. Um, and last but not least is, and I think the thing that, that happens in a really effective marriage between an ADHD and an ADHD partner is unconditional love. I think if we love each other, and we're able to work through things, I think that, that you're able to help each other out. Um, not saying it's perfect, not saying that, that you know, I'm the perfect husband, because I'm not. Um, not the perfect father, because I'm not. But I certainly try the best that I can. I try to learn from my mistakes and grow from those. Um, I try to grow from the thing, you know, and try to sort of embrace the things that I do well. Um, and, and that's really kind of some advice for you, um, for people that are in a relationship that between a non ADHD partner and an ADHD partner. Um, so hope those kind of give you some help to recap. Again, it's like to have sort of, um, open communication, um, brutal honesty, uh, fair and appropriate boundaries and responsibilities and unconditional love. So hope that answers your question, Jessica. If you would like me to talk about something, uh, send me a message on Twitter, send me an email, uh, leave it on one of the iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, or uh, TuneIn Radio, and I will try to discuss it. I have a few more topics that people have sent to me that I will address in the next couple of weeks. But again, Jessica, thank you so much for your thoughtful question, and certainly I hope I was offered able to give you some insight. So with that, let me give you my contact info one more time. The new and improved website of mine is ADHDguru.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343. 
send me an email to Jonathan. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at ADHDEFcoach.com. You can find me on, uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube at ADHD Guru. You can find well, also on Instagram too. I should say under the same name. You can find me on Facebook at ADHD and Executive Functioning Coach. Thank you so much for listening or watching, and I look forward to talking with you the next time. Bye now.